meeting is being recorded. Got our diet Dr. Pepper right on cue. It's like uh, Lil Wayne with the lighter. Exactly. You got to have a calling card. Yeah, that's some. That's the good DP there. That's, <laughs> some would say. <laughs> um, it's been a long week. Where do you want to start? Well, I mean, we gotta we gotta uh, pay our due to 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 the unravelings of the grotto this week. I mean, look, we 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 saw some pretty major action on object um, in ways that we don't normally, right? Because normally we just do it all back behind the scenes, right? Yep, order forms and you deliver it to us. We deliver you the Tez. You pay me me with Tez, you pay me with ETH, you pay me with sexual favors, whatever, whatever you bring, fresh seasonal vegetables. Uh, You know, you take chili peppers. Someone brought you some green chilies. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, So so the thing is, we do all this stuff um, where the world doesn't see it for the most part. And so every once in a while, it's important to me that we uh, show the world what we do. It's important to you guys. It's important to the project. It matters that everybody goes around thinking that uh, Mr. Mr. Zancan is the guy, right? Or John was the guy. Right, or whoever. Oh, they're the King Tezos, okay? okay, Too bad we've been off record this whole time, breaking records. Right, exactly. (laughs) Breaking records in these bitches, uh, as a friend of mine says. And so... Um, you know, every once in a while, whether it's nifty, whether it's this, I want to sort of go mainstream with it so people can see what we do. And then, of course, we've been very disappointed. Just hamstrung at every step of the way. Just like thing, glitch things, technical issues, um, misunderstandings, whatever. And it's like, all right, you're just you're just making me go. Well, then fuck you. Then <laughs> we don't need to to do that, and we'll just run it ourselves. I mean, had we run these as like old fashioned grotto auction? Hey, live live spreadsheet. Put your fucking offers in. Guess what? Probably double. You know. Yeah, we know people had Tez ready to go for this. Uh, people had oh, yeah. liquidated positions and other things to get ready for it, and yeah. We we the the thing we didn't know was baloney slacks, uh, being the the unknown bidder. That dark horse run there was quite the surprise to everyone. I was like, whoa, Jesus, things just got very because I knew who the other three bidders were. I had to look up that wallet. I was like, what the hell is happening right now? Yeah, fucking baloney slacks. <laughs> okay, all right, I see you. Let's see what's going to happen here. And then to find out later on, of course, that not only was it baloney slacks. But Lucha's throwing a little weight behind that too, right? That's where it, it could have been really, really grotto exciting. If we didn't have the, the, the first of all, what the hell is Coinbase doing at 5 p.m. Eastern time doing maintenance for a half hour? Bastards. I mean, just like all the time. Yeah, no, nobody's doing anything then. <laughs> Turns okay. out baloney so, slacks has some cheddar in those pockets. Yeah, baloney slacks have come to play. He came to play with his orders. He bought uh threesies off the secondary. You know, he uh he's been making some plays very quietly. 
And of course, the thing I love about him, he blames his like eight month old daughter for all of it. <laughs> Have you noticed this? This is like the line. Oh, yeah. The daughters get play with a keyboard again. I guess we're bidding 18,000. OK. All right. I'll, I'll keep that in my back pocket when I have a child and I'll just blame stuff on them. It seems like the way to go. <laughs> yeah, you can just, just say to the missus, hey, sorry. She really wanted that dot pigeon 17. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, uh, you know, the way that it played out, it was unfortunate because it's, it robbed us of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it turned and it's like, takes us back to the nifty day right when the nifty packs were fucked and we're like wait no this is this is all set up to be fun and awesome and like now you're ruining it by a platform right just goes to show like once we get threesomes.art up and running we won't have to fuck with any of this shit anymore yeah yeah no exactly um and there's i mean there's so many things that we, we won't have to deal with um across the board i mean look at uh, just even the way that things display i don't really like it you know the, the the default sorts that you can pull off you know go it really upsets me right now that if you search the word swipe right you get the 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 shana threesmas pops up yeah it goes into all the whole description too so if i try to look for right. like 006 you've mentioned chases to 006 and then they'll all show up yeah yeah exactly exactly so you know things like that sort of uh, are bothersome but again guess what no platform slash marketplace is worrying about people actually collecting things <laughs> yeah they want their 2.5 percent and move on to the next yeah, they, they the tools that they supply, they're not they're not there for anybody to like sit there and go through their collection of JPEGs. Hin had that on top of object, you know, like just scrolling through and actually caring about the art because that would arrange them all. And I still go back and look at that. My collection there looks so much more fun because all the cards are touching each other. There's no price data or anything. It's just the the art itself, and I really like that format. I think that's what brought a lot of people to that platform at the beginning. Yeah, no doubt. And so, I mean, let's, um, let's, we're, we're going to spend today talking about that platform and talking about the history that we put together over there. But, but real quick, let's just, you know, to, to finish up what we did this week with, with the auctions, big deal, right? Um, by revealing the pieces that were auctioned, and really speaking to it now as far as what this black and white project is about and what I was talking about and what we're, what mechanics meant and the reasons for doing them and how that all plays out. You know, we, we found out that last week that the cubes, the black and white cubes were the claim checks, but we found out that the one of ones were the keys to it all. Right. Yeah. Those so, are the gifts that show the entire collection of uh, black cubes or white cubes, depending on the one of one. Right. And so, you know, I mean, I'm very specifically citing a certain NFT project out there uh, as to, you know, how it played out, what happened with it, what becomes of everything. Okay. And I was, I, you know, I devised, devised all this a year ago almost, right? It's been 10 months. Yeah. The uh, sexless since... pack cubes have went nowhere from my understanding. Well, yeah. Um, they certainly have not given their 
their owners a chance to do what they were told they were able to do. And the ones that did were sort of wrecked on that, right? We know that. So, you know, there's some, there's some things where I just felt it's, it's important to show what happens when you take conceptually a beautiful thing like we were presented with that project last year, okay? Uh, and you remove the criminality and you remove the, the, the manipulations, right? And so what we're watching now is the play out. We're literally today and tomorrow when this drops, right? It's the last day to decide what you're going to do with your one-of-one one cubes um, that you were given at a very, very cheap price, right? And that is because the monsters having control of both one-of-ones, the black and the white gifts, are burning them both to claim the remaining inserts after everyone uses their claim cubes to to buy up the remaining ones. So everyone's scrambling right now to figure out, hey, can I even afford this? Because that played into the strategy of when the monsters were going to burn, obviously, because we, the monsters figured everyone's pretty tapped out, right? Because we just had the bulk insert drop. So I'm guessing their strategy was we'll be able to hang on to as many of these inserts as possible because people won't be able to pay for their claim tickets. Um, so everyone's trying to figure out how to do that right now. Right. And that's, you know, I, I, if I were in their shoes, I would have done the same thing at the same time. If nobody had bought them and I had control of them, I would have burned them both, but not for a little while. Yeah, I think it, having both changes the strategy to where you probably do burn quick. I think if you only get control of one and maybe not the other, then you might have to change your strategy up a little bit. Maybe not, but I and think that, that's that's one of the things where I, I think that the, the technical issues that we suffered on Wednesday sort of deprived us of some of the strategies that would have played out because I don't believe that the monsters would have gotten both. I agree with that. Um, but thankfully we still have the pink Valentine gift that it was part of the madness as well as the orange low effort animal gift one of one that we don't know how those are going to be used or you know, if there's a similar claim ticket formatting to this, it'd be kind of fun to see if that takes a different strategic route than these immediate burns. Um, so hopefully we get to see it play out a different way down the road. Um, those of you who are listening and not watching can't see, but fl flashing across Kitch's screen right now uh, is a disclaimer that says, this is mere speculation. Uh, 100%. This is not, yeah, this is me just talking. I see the other two one of ones. I know that they will be used for something. And if it's similar, hopefully we get to see the opposite effect. But who knows? Who fucking knows? You do. Well, but. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's, let's be honest here. If we hadn't had the object glitch, imagine that on uh, me not being able to, to change that, that fat fingered auction on Monday. Okay. Everybody would have had even less time to think about what they were doing with those two gifts, right? As far as, oh shit, that's that gift. Cause I, you know, I didn't reveal it until Monday, right? Um, that that's what was going up for auction. I think if, let's just be honest, I'll, I'll be happy to address this. If we were to find ourselves in a similar position with the pink gif or the orange gif, it's very different because everybody now Everybody's looking at those going, oh, I think that's what that's going to be. Well, then we must need these claim checks. Then we must do all that. And um, 
That's when you like to pivot. You zig when we zag. No, there's no pivot. It's not a pivot. It's it's just again rampant wild speculation that has no basis in reality. Right, right. You probably have other plans for those that have nothing to do with this that don't work in any similar fashion because you like to keep us on our toes. And if we're expecting something, it's usually not that thing. I I mean, some look. Nobody, nobody got the the claim checks were going to be the cubes. I know. And it was right in our face too, about the black and the white and coming full circle. And, you know, you, you had mentioned that on a a previous podcast where you're like alpha alert, full circle cycle two. And I mean, people probably had an inkling that had something to do with painting, but I think that's as far as we got, you know? Right. The idea I, I heard from people that, oh, well, you said insert A and insert B, so there's two of them, so we're going to guess it's black and white. If you go back before I said insert A, insert B, which, of course, was just necessary to explain mechanics of the drop, right? Um, And again, giving everybody far more information than I normally do, right? But before that, that, it was a lot of speculation about what new color was going to be lot of that. Oh, I think chartreuse. Periwinkle, goldenrod. This isn't Crayola, baby. So I, I think people started feeling the squeeze and going, if there's 24 fucking teams and we're painting all of these, there's going to have to be some more paint at some point because we're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's... And again, you know, this is the plan all along. You can't... You know, we go back and we look at 30,000 Marlenas. Felt like an insane amount at the time. Do you remember that? I do. Like it felt it felt like it was like people were like, what the fuck? It was six times more than the one from a few weeks before. Right. And I think people right now look at this and the number being 275,095. Okay. And I think people are like, oh, that's just so many. It's just insane. Okay look back and understand now okay what potentially it could have been with if imagine if the black and white cubes had not been exchanged for other things earlier yeah i did some right. looking i think there was 103 um out of you know mm-hmm. 64 is 128 so 25 mm-hmm. has been burned prior to 25 were burned yeah including some high numbers Okay. And so you start factoring that stuff in and you start looking at what I potentially was expecting here. Okay. And these are the numbers that this, this entire mechanic is built around and it's built around the growth that we've had. Okay. The number of people that have come in, the people that play seriously, the people that collect seriously, the people that understand and can plan a little bit more. So all these things were, were set into motion a while ago. Um, and it was just an awful lot of fun to watch play out finally. I mean, I had, you know, this is a long time for me to sit on this. Um, you know, it's also extremely interesting to me um, that there's a lot of people going, well, I, that's a one of one, the gift, right? Why would you burn that one of one for the inserts? I heard that a lot from a lot of the same people who right now are putting in forms to burn their one-of-one cubes, for instance. 
I'm, I'm, does anybody see anything very, very funny there? It's very odd. Um, yeah, the exact same people who said, that, that's a one-of-one. One. You want to hold the one-of-one one because it matters. Guess what, knuckleheads? You had 128 one-of-ones that were black and white cubes. How'd that go for you? So there's a little little commentary there, even though this is going to come out and there's going to be like six hours left for people to get their forms in. Just for Will anybody step forward and go, oh, right, we're burning one-of-ones. Oh, but they're low effort one-of-ones. Oh, you mean like 99% of the NFTs in the world? There's yeah. additional utility plays with those two where I don't really want to mention it outright on the pod because it's it affects my own personal strategy but like keep in mind they're used for other stuff you know but one point i wanted to make earlier future Mm -hmm. utility for all of them point that i wanted to make earlier was about the high edition of inserts right i've kind of shifted my my thinking about the inserts as like individual nfts versus being like a utility token itself much like 3p where I feel like I just have like a balance. I have like, you know, 1600 Judy's. And every time we spin a wheel, I'm like, well, I'll use 45 Judy coins. You know, like I'm thinking of it more like that, where like the number doesn't really matter. That would just be everyone's Tez in your wallet all combined together with 275,000. Who cares? Because they're going to get used. However many get purchased are going to be utilized at some point. It's, it's extremely true. Um, and it's a good way to look at it. It's a balance coming out of your wallet, right? The only difference is this. Okay. Um, every time somebody uses a Tez, every time somebody uses ETH or 3P, it doesn't go away. Right? And with, with my my inserts, okay, they go away. And so the moment you use 45 from your wallet, theoretically, everybody else's wallet becomes more valuable. Deflationary. Is that the right word? Uh, it, it's, a, it's an okay approach to it. It's an okay approach to it. I mean, that's, 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 there's a lot of deflationary mechanics to what I do, right? Um, but that's, that's not really one of them here. There are other, there, that, that's, that's more the idea of, um, the rising costs of utility. Okay. Of like, uh, you know, power of compounding utility being offset by bringing those out of the economy. Right. And you drop those. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, this is more just, this is more, um, you know, the idea of, of creation of scarcity through use. Yeah, and we all agree on like what the value of them are based on like what we paid for them and then what the secondary market demands when the um, additions start going down, right? As they become more scarce, the price goes up. It's going to be really fascinating to watch uh, secondary now on the black and whites. I I can tell you there's a couple thousand uh, that were purchased by people who I think have the intention of 10xing them. Good. Somebody might need those extra inserts. The, the thing about the whole thing is there might be 275,000 of them, 
but the list price is only for the ones that are actually for sale. And there probably aren't that many that people are actually willing to part with. So I could see the price jumping up fairly quickly because no one wants to sell them to each other, really, but a couple of people. And that's every card in your collection, right? It doesn't matter really like how many there are like listed an object. It's how many are actually able to be lifted out of people's hands. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's, it's going to be really, really exciting. I think to watch these pull out. This is the first time that we're getting to some numbers. I think the appearance of numbers with oranges and pinks, uh, are out there. They made it seem like there was a, a lot of volume. There really wasn't, right? We, we've learned that finally over the last four months or so. Okay. Well, but, oranges and pinks had the advantage of being multiple mints. So it was hard to see the encompassing, like how many there actually were of them. This is different. Yeah, no, oh, there's, there's no question, no question. But also just, um, I think we're going to see them in so many more people's hands than we've ever had in insert drop, right? Um, and we're gonna, it's, there aren't that many people coming in completely unawares. It's literally like, you know, one person here, two people there. It's not like you have an entire swath of, of people, uh, which is what we would have happen before in a, you know, where you'd have like 20 or 30 people come in at a time, right? You don't have that anymore. So it's like there aren't that many people who don't have some. Do you and know how many who, unique wallets ones, purchased? Uh, hundred and uh, well, let me see. There were hundred and ninety-three that ordered, and I believe there were twelve that got whacked. Which is oddly the exact same number of unique wallets hitting on the wheel last season. Yeah, even though we had. We had those 12, like take them out, right? And then um, you put in some new, we did have some people. I mean, that, that's what I was about to get to is the people who don't have these inserts are people who, who are so removed from paying attention to things that when they come back around for season 10, you know, or they're just going to be, they're, they're going to show themselves to be not very right. valuable. Yeah. To anybody else, you know? Um, because that's the thing, what, what we're doing a lot, look, I've been thinking about this so much lately about the fact that I don't think I ever need to close the doors to the grotto again. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm getting tougher and tougher about the difference between the bleachers and the grotto. Yeah. And what, what, um, segmentation would you like to see there just like who you let into the grotto or like activities that happen in the bleachers versus the grotto well no i think that the 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 bleachers are just people who don't aren't really putting any efforts in i mean i think that anybody who comes in and wants to learn and wants to be a part of the project is going to end up getting into the grotto and um those who are quote unquote in the grotto now who aren't engaged will be finding themselves on the other side and so um you know, what we're, what we're going to have there is it's like the closed discord for the internal grotto. Okay. Yet allowing people to just wander in. So we take away some of the mystique, the unknown, the, the, the walled fortress that we had last year where we didn't let anybody even peek in to see what we were doing. Right. Yeah. You can come in now and you can, you know, 
there's one day out of the week where you get to see how things sort of play out, right? But you probably can't buy much and you probably don't have access to, to many things. And when you do, it'll be at a premium. Do you think the bleachers will still have access to game days? Um, yeah, but they won't have access beyond. I mean, they can watch everybody. They can watch the fun. Yeah. From, from the bleachers. which is Right. That makes sense. Yeah. A shitty seat, right? Yeah, those are the cheap, sheet, the cheap seats in Chicago. That's where I sat. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, you know, it's like, hey, if you just want to go watch and not really be a part of the game, go sit in the bleachers. And by that, it's kind of like watch, get enthralled, learn what you got to do to get into the grotto because you want to do more stuff. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, as far as like all of the drops, all of the access, all of all of the utility, all of the, all of the things that make the project uh, into what so many people are into, right, that allow us to have drops like we just had. You know, I mean, well, look, when, when it all shakes out, we we know that we're in a really horrendous market, really bad time for crypto, bad time for NFTs. I don't even notice though. I'm so insulated from it because this is the only thing right. I fuck with at this point. It doesn't matter because everyone that's in the grotto, like you're saying, we're in it for you know we're competitive. This is a competition. It's a league, and we're having fun doing this no matter what the price of Tezos is. We don't care at this point. Yeah, exactly. And so that's 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 what I'm getting at. It's like we just had close to our biggest drop. Would have had our biggest drop if we didn't have those glitches on Wednesday, right? Um, I, I, that's pretty cool. I mean, this we're 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 rocking, right? And um, we have you know some new interests. Uh, shout out to Bayneko, of course, uh, who's sort of shaking things up on the secondary by coming in and going, "Oh, I get this. Oh, I realize that I should probably be picking up these pieces that I will would never have a chance at after this." I, I had a little conversation today uh, with a team. I just slipped into their um, their you know team channel, franchise channel, and saw some some talk. And I was like, "Look, what you guys are seeing here is just." actual play out of what I've been telling you for for months now. All it takes is one, one or two people coming in. One or, one or two people and it's over. There's nothing left. And we're seeing that. I mean, there's nothing left of season three, four, five. Bain Echo and, found himself in the top 10 buyers list already. Yep. And, and, uh, Today you saw that he did. He picked up a lot of season two or series two. He's on a tear. So, He's ready to play. He's very interested in this. I can't wait to see very how. Interested, but also coming at it, um, and as I do with all my collectors, anybody. Sorry, but if you find my stuff interesting, chances are we're going to have some conversations, right? <laughs> um, but you know, he's he he sees series two. He's not even thinking of them in a utility sense. He's like, this is significant art that if if I don't have it at this price, I may never get it, right? And that's and where Crouton right. comes in to bring him under the wing and explain what he just bought to him is very powerful now yeah, and Crouton, in the future. Of course, as as GM of the NFTs and doing God's work and and uh, uh, quite honestly, I, I thanked him today personally. I just you know for the amount of uh, effort and dedication and um, 
real love of the project that he has. It means a lot to me. And, you know, it should, uh, it, it goes, uh, it has to be noticed, I think. You know, we've got other front offices out there that are putting a lot of work into all of this. Um, you know, it's uh, it's pretty remarkable. And we have, we've got some front offices that, that are, uh, I don't think there's a, a franchise out there, there's a team out there that isn't really putting effort in to bettering themselves. And some don't have, you know, this is just like real, uh, American baseball, right? There are teams that have better resources, and there are other teams that are are, are staying afloat and 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 competing and doing their best, right? And that's what we got in this in this league right now is we've got some that, I mean, look, the, you can't argue with um, Cardinale and and the Monsters showing some some budgeting strength, you know, some revenues that they can play with, uh, and and. Let's not pretend like the, the NFTs haven't benefited from a new player coming in with similar approaches, right? But across the, 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 the board here, we've got just the, the, the most optimistic situation, I think, that we've ever had. I'm and so we- excited for this next season. Like, I can't explain it to you. Me and Crouton have had multiple calls this week. NFTs, we're getting ready for this next season. Like, we're getting shit in order we are just humming on all cylinders i can't wait um we're uh we just had a very busy look extremely busy two weeks during this drop and a busy couple weeks before that prepping for it okay um we are gonna ease off a little bit yep there's time before the season starts but i'm already ready for it there is, there's time, but I want to make that, that clear that we are, for those of you listening in real time here, you know, we are going to take, um, take a little breather, right? We're going to, we're, we're going to relax a bit. We're going to, you know, keep, keep a schedule going, but it might be a little bit of a reduced schedule for a little while. Do some dates, maybe a little couple booty calls. Hey, we got some it, it, October it, it, to finish out. We got those little gourd packs. We got to get laid. We got a lot of. A lot of inserts in our wallets, don't we? Yeah, we do. Oh boy, little, little jingle jangle there. We know. I'm, I'm surprised that the, the booty calls haven't already started. Hey, I saw you picked up 3,300 blacks <laughs> and whites. Got a bunch of Judys in there. Exactly. <laughs> so, but um, hey, real quick, I want I want to sort of move into the, you know into our actual conversation here. But the last. <laughs> Okay. Okay. You got something else. I got something else too. Go ahead. I, I do want. I do want to get your take, having now seen, um, what we did with 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 Token Zero. This is exactly what I want to talk about. Perfect. And and the gilded, uh, Judy. Like, what's what's your take? So, first of all, if people aren't aware, Token Zero is the first NFT minted on Threesome's custom contract for Tezos. So. It's a, a big zero painted on there. It's a beautiful card. It's probably very indicative of, you know, previous Genesis mints. You know, I, I'm not sure if everyone noticed, but some people did that, you know, it was 22 editions, much like a dot pigeon 001. Um, you could burn said token zero to get a gilded Judy. Um, and five people did that. So now we're looking at, 17 editions of Token Zero, five editions of Gilded Judy. I personally would have held on to Token Zero. It would mean more to me to have the first mint off of a wallet. 
Um, those went out to, I believe, 20 of the top insert orderers, as well as the, the, two people who yeah, helped create it. Yeah. Yeah. The top 20 in, in ordered inserts and then the two devs. Yeah. So those aren't coming out of anybody's hands. We saw an $800 or 800 test standing offer. No one jumped on that at all. So I don't see those moving anytime soon. Um, I, I talked about it with Crouton. You know, we, we were bouncing ideas off, uh, off of each other. And there were a couple other people on our team that had the option as well. And Crouton made it clear that, you know, this is a personal choice. This isn't like a team thing here. Like you can't really go wrong either way. And I tend to agree with that. I think both plays are great. Personally, I would have kept Token Zero, but having a low edition Gilded Judy, we don't know what the future utility on that is. It could come in super handy for painting. You know, I, that's what I would imagine that it helps you, you know, paint at some capacity that other people won't be able to. But who knows? I think both are wonderful cards and, you know, you can't go wrong. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, I, it's um, what, what did you think of the, the artwork on the Gilded Judy. It's awesome. What, um, like, how did you get that effect? It almost looks like it's bubbled, almost like popcorn ceiling. Uh, I mean, that's, uh, that's just brushstrokes. I mean, that's a lot of, of, of how I play. That's, that's where I'm layering and stuff and letting it sort of set and then roughing through it and then bring it back on. So that's, that's like a layered color effect. I've done that. I do that quite a bit. I mean, a lot of the elephant men were done that way, right? It's a way to, to, get some texture um some depth of color but um you know what i wanted to do was was evoke one of my paintings but also invoke the idea that it was gilded that it was you know covered in gold and 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 um you know the uh, if we look at the the judy's you know i have some some gradation laid out right the sort of the, the implication of, of values color wise right and so in gold you know not all gold looks the same right you have different sort of varieties of gold that have different you know grades uh, grades and but also they, they've got different like um you know metal makeup right yeah you have They're, to mix gotcha. them or it's too soft and yeah so so you know you have white gold gold you have rose gold Right, you've got yellow gold, and so I wanted to evoke that. Right, so I wanted I wanted to seem as though I had used different qualities of gold to achieve it, and and you know it's um, I think it worked out really well. I like the piece a lot, um, and it's really I don't know, to me it's neat that it's one of the rarest pieces now. Yeah, addition of five is you know unheard of. There aren't a lot of those out there. Um, what it what it struck me is. I wonder if we're getting a peek at what the painted Judy's will look like, or if those cards will be completely different because we don't know at this point when we're making our palettes and making the different colors and the hues, you know, it's, it's making me think, Oh, I can't wait to see what a pink Judy looks like. You know what I mean? But maybe that's not the route you take. This is again, speculation on my part. I don't know what the actual cards will look like. If it will be like the Marlena cards where, you know, it's all different variations of the black and white in different colors. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I don't know yet either. Perfect. We got a taste anyways from Gilded Judy. <clears throat> yeah, no, you did get a taste. Um, also, I was sort of joking there. 
just so dumb. I know you know, <laughs> you bastard. You already, you're 10 steps ahead already. You're already on season 13 in your brain, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> ah, the thing is that I'm, I might be 10 steps ahead, but that means that I've already come a lot of steps to get down. I got it. Getting to the point where I'm at the same step that you guys are, that's the tiring part for me. How do you keep yeah. yourself from like slipping up and mentioning something that you haven't made public yet? Um, that's not an issue. I don't know. Cause I, because I, you're like keeping two sets of books though. One is like your knowledge versus what everyone else knows. <laughs> you know, Maybe I'm definitely keeping uh, separate sets of books. You ever think of that? I'm cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, look, it's, I think it would be difficult if I, if it were like more on the fly, you know, if I didn't, these are the things you say, these are the things you don't say. I mean, that's pretty easy. It's it on the whiteboard. Don't talk about it yet. You know, we got a little, we got a little close um, during, during a fucking painting conversation, like four or five episodes ago. I don't, I don't know what but you're talking about. You and I had to talk about it offline again, where you're like, wait, did you just say this or did you say that about like, oh. how many Marlanas are going to take? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, yeah, how three's going to go. Yeah. Right? And so I was like, well, uh, yeah. And that's literally that day I'd been painting some things <laughs> that were directly related. And you asked that question and I answered as though the painting. And so, you know, th those are the, the slight moments where there's an intersection. Okay. And that was literally like, well, two weeks later, we're going to say that, the compounding of inserts, right? That was an implication to the compounding of inserts. Right. But, but. Yeah. I'm too dumb to catch on anyway. So I hope someone else got something out of the podcast, but I it went over my own head. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, for me, it's, it's, it's really satisfying to finally deliver things especially on something like this, you know, now that we've got enough time, right. Where we're hitting what we call now cycle two on, on these inserts, right. Where we're, we're maybe looking at, Oh, we can revisit some things. Right. Yep. Um, it now there's a lot of this stuff that's been put into motion or, you know, that was foundational to guess where we are that we get to do, which uh, it's, it's really satisfying to me. Right. Yeah. You don't have to keep it bottled um, up anymore. Well, it's not even the keeping it bottled up. It's, it's now watching you guys live it and enjoy it and everything. You know, the fact that we've only announced compounding insert utility, wait until you guys start using it and understanding it. And, you know, the same way it took everybody a long time to get compounding utility on hold on, on uh, base holding. Right. Same exact thing. It's going to take a little time, but once you get it and you, then we sort of open the door up to all sorts of fun. Not only get it, but remember it because when the team cards came out and they were NFTs again, and they were monsters again, people were like, well, they're team cards. They're, you know, they're not going to compound like everything else. And then you realize, Oh yeah, they do. Yeah. I, I love, I, and there's still this, this sort of, Oh, that's the bastard stepchild uh you know expansion those, those don't matter yeah, yeah. oh the diacono is an event car hmm. okay <laughs> sure behaves and acts like a series two at every turn so go i mean I, this 
it, as you guys are watching the decimation of floors, right? Where we just, the evaporation more than decimation, sorry, wrong word, right? But the evaporation of floors. And, and you're looking at things, I would, I would really suggest that everybody go look at the fact that there are team event cards that are still being treated as though they're not as valuable as the ones next to them. <laughs> you are know? going by mint date out there, fucking up. Just, just saying, God, if you can't, if you're going, oh, well, subs now are too expensive and there's still Bill Bonhams at 110 and 123. I, I, what the fuck? There's, a, there's OG Bill Bonhams out there that I think are affordable at the moment. Yeah, I mean there are a couple there are a couple uh, deals in uh, in series five. I think series six is like full of deals. And then let's not even talk about series seven, Cardinale. Like that one's ripe for the taking right now. For anyone who's going to be defrocking soon, who wasn't here for Cardinale, you can or make anybody that who, or anybody who's not going to defrock and wants to be sitting on something that is basically cut in half <laughs> by addition size like one day to the next um, people are going to go crazy with defrocking of card knowledge because that was the first time we really hit um a higher edition price i'm doing air quotes on that like it was a high edition but you remember that was a big jump for everyone they're like well what the fuck these are like 100 editions like they won't be yeah yeah they won't be. And, and imagine this is i was talking to somebody about this the other day i don't remember what i was talking about imagine if this, if I didn't increase edition sizes, imagine how boring it wouldn't would be. be fun. Yeah, no one could play. Nobody would have anything. And guess what? They all cost the same, yeah. and they all end up being worth more than you paid for them. So just chill. Just enjoy them now. Like just it's chill. gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. And yeah, a lot of you are making choices right now to chase uh, some of that money flowing from old Bay Neko, right? You're, you're never going to get those cards back. I'm just saying, anybody that's selling right now, you're never getting those cards back at that price. You better expect to come in some money down the road if you ever want any of those back. Or you're at peace with saying, I can't chase that card any longer. Well, yeah, like it, it, you have to be at peace in saying, yeah, I used to have one of those. Right. My Joe Almafitano is, you know, that was a fun ride. Maybe I'll try to get an Apido version until that one's gone. Oh, man. Well, even there, right? Like the those are untouchable at this point, too. I mean, everything gets bought out so quick. It's great. I love it. I have no Tez right now, though, by the way. I mean, the inserts got me going. So I am I sit there on the sideline and I go, if I had all the Tez in the world, like what I would buy, oh, boy, do I have a list of things. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I love playing the game from, from your standpoint. I love collecting. I was saying the other day that I would, you know, sometimes I just feel like, just give me your Tez and let me fucking <laughs> – I play this game for you. Decide what to burn and and do it as though you know independently for everybody and being like I think this is a good time for Kitch to exit this take some take some funds and then go do seriously please just if anybody wants me to just run their game freeze the DH it. for every team 
because I was genuinely hoping that one of the one-on-ones would not get burned so that I could show you how it's really done. <laughs> and we are so glad you didn't get a chance to hold on to one of those because I would be afraid of what you would do to us. <laughs> um, so the other thing that came out this week, and then that'll, that'll open us up to talking about kind of a uh, little glance, you know, uh, glance back, right? Is that my final mint on hen? Oh boy, what a piece that is! I mean, how many cards do you know? How many you laid out there? I know you did. Uh, what was it? It's 100, 183 uh, plus one each of the um, madness. The stacks. So 100, 187. And it's laid out on a table with threes taking a picture from above. And all of them are out of their slip cases and unprotected. And it gives me anxiety just knowing that they're sitting there waiting for an upstairs neighbor's bathtub to fall through the ceiling or something <laughs> like, but it's quite the piece. And, and I'm so happy to have gotten one by burning a, a 200 um, also a commemorative piece from the 200th mint on the hen contract. Sad to see that go. And those are flying off the shelves at prices that I cannot afford currently. So I have to add that back to my collection at some point, but oh boy, I also couldn't burn my commemorative swipe. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I could have easily gotten two editions of that, and I just couldn't couldn't burn that other one. I thought we were going to have more commemorative swipes burned than two hundred mints, and the reason being, I felt that you would choose to be, to to burn the the screenshot over the painting, and yet no, it was forty six to six hmm. 46 uh, um commemorative or commemorative 200s burned to six commemorative swipes i would imagine that people probably thought that they would be able to get their hands on a 200 again versus a commemorative swipe again but right. now 200s are super low like there's the additions are gone on that 106 of them left once and that's your burned. ticket to get back into the grotto if you mm -hmm. if you get kicked out or whatever right if you sell your swipe, um, you know, if you sell your swipe, you've got to, and you want to stay grotto verified, you've got to burn a commemorative mint. Um, if you get kicked out, you're not coming back in. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a different situation. <laughs> that's reserved for a very special breed. But, um, but no, if you somehow move yourself out, you're going to have to burn 200 commemorative mint to come back in. There's only 106 of them left. So, you know, I just, uh, it was a really emotional mint. It's only 60 of them. Only 60, which just shows us that a lot of fucking people were not paying attention. A but I'm all for it because yeah, low, the low mint is great. I'm actually glad a lot of people didn't do the, two. how many people burned to get two? I think only like three. Wow. And then the team that bought the most inserts minus ownership per capita won that one. The elephants all got uh, a free one. Yeah. So there were eight of those and then 52 burns. And you know what? That kind of works out for all the teams as well, because that's the smallest team, which kept the addition size as low as possible, really. Right. Yeah. No, it did work out. Because um, if the monsters all... win, that's 30 additions off the rip, yeah. you know, and that's yeah. tough. Yep. Yeah. Although... Not one of the elephants burned for an additional. So 
Seriously? So, wow. Yeah, not one. Not all eight just said, all right, we'll take our one. And keep the other commemorative pieces. Yeah. So, you know, theoretically, it's not that the monsters hitting 30 would have ballooned the, the, the edition size by 30. It may have freed people to go, oh, good, I don't have to burn. True, true. But I it, think I would have done that. Had I got one for free, I would have kept my mints as well. Most people only have one of each. And not everybody has one of each. Well, there were only 90 commemorative uh, swipes. So, so in that regard, you know, you've got, um, oh, which reminds me, I put one in the vault. I should have, I should have burned the vaults uh, to claim one of the last mints. I don't, I don't think the last mints going to sell. That would have been cool. If you burn one and get and put the last mint into the vault. Yeah. That would have been cool. But I, I'm not. I'm not sure that that um, we're going to see a, a last mint sell. I mean, if it does, it would be astronomical because that it means a lot, right? I mean, the the hen era was the beginning of this entire project. You know, two hundred and fifty something mints, right? From just that yeah. wallet. Mm -hmm. From just from just the threesomes wallet. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, you know, what eight hundred and some mints altogether. Yeah, and that's then and that matters, right? Because I won't be minting just so we're clear, right? Um, even ephemera, I'm going to mint on my wallet now. Yeah. Okay. So there, I will not do any more mints on the hen contract unless I happen to do a collab with somebody, then that's where they want to do it. You know, the same way. If somebody approached me for a collab, I'm not minting on object. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. I've said fuck that since uh, for a year now. 12 months of me being vocal about it. Um, but 822 minutes across all those wallets telling a major story and telling a story not just the narrative and not just the grotto and not just like me and my mind about what I'm trying to achieve here, right? But telling the story of the blockchain and telling the story of crypto art, telling the story of NFTs, of what's possible. Might what other shitheads have done? Might might come out a little pompous, but not only like tell the story, I mean, I wrote a lot of the story on utility in, in the NFT space, right? Um, and I was able to do that because of that contract, Okay, because of the of the Tezos chain, and it's it's important. It's important to acknowledge. I, I wrote what I thought was a, a nice little tweet, uh, and of course I I said with instead of without. <laughs> so I apologize. I hate what you know, um, but it got so much traction by the time I read, I couldn't like delete it. Right, but I I couldn't have done. I couldn't be where I am. The project and all of you guys wouldn't be here. If it weren't for that contract and Tezos, Agreed. and I'm not look, I, I I'm agnostic. I'm not here. I'm not going to say that I'll only mint on Tezos forever and never. You know, if if you go back to early conversations with me, uh, you know, I was projecting that important artists will eventually be minting on their own chains. Okay, I really believe that that that's that's the long term 
goal there that you have complete autonomy over something, right? The um, only transactions on that network have to do with everything in your project only. Right. Um, or whatever periphery comes out of that project, right? Right. But, but the, I mean, let's be honest here. Look how long it took me to, to feel comfortable with, with somebody to build my contracts, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm a little different. I can't just go get any run-of-the-mill dev to do my stuff, no matter what chain, right? I can't. It's, it has to be somebody grotto-adjacent and, and understanding and committed to it. You know, for me to trust the devs on the stuff that I'm doing on the Tez side, um, with, with talk of the, of the future, right? To explain what it is that needs to happen and where this needs to go and how we can get there, right? Um, I can't just, I can't just trust that blindly to somebody. I can't. Yeah, you need full creative control. You know, with, with, you Joel, that. with Joel B being my ETH dev, right? My solidity dev. Um, and trusting him that the things that that we discuss around that, first of all, doesn't just get handed to somebody else, right? I mean, yeah. these are my mechanics are pretty important, right? Um, but also that that I don't have to. I mean, imagine having to explain to somebody else what the grotto is and what the project is in order to have them understand why I make the sort of requests that I make and why these things matter. Right. Well, that doesn't, nobody does. The the responses would tend to be pretty uh, resistant. Right. Well, no one else does it that way. So blah, blah, blah. Like, well, no, fuck you. We do it that way and we're going to do it that way. You know, it's like. And so, so look, the, the Hickok Nuke contract, the Minter Right. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing in the world. Okay. It's pretty basic, isn't it? It's pretty basic, which is good. Look, it should be. Okay. It's, there's a reason that it's not widely hacked as so much on the the solidity side is. Right. There's a reason. It's pretty bare bones. It's pretty straightforward in what it does and what it can do. And there's not really open itself up to much manipulation. Um, and the t- you know we go back historically, even in, in, in the time of my project, there were some some exploits and there's some things that happened, right? Um, which came at times when it just it was it just made it that much easier on me to go, hey guys, we are like kind of off chain. We just transact on chain, and you guys learn a lot of that, right? Um, it's funny that we really kind of galvanized around hen being down. Okay. Um, but even that, that's not a mint, that's not a mentor's situation. That was the, the platform, right? That was the marketplace from what have you, right? Um, but it's simplicity and it, some of the elements of it, mainly the, you know, the ease of burning and the, and the, um, the addition size actually going down. Right, right. Um, which again is platform specific, 
platforms still have to decide how they'll recognize that. Okay. Um, but it's all, it's like taken for granted. It's like built in. It's a, on, on, on the Solidity side, you've got to expressly say that's what you want. Okay. Um, and so it's nice. It's, 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 it's a really great little contract for what we needed to do to get started. And the chain and the, the, the fee structure and everything made it possible. But we owe all of this to that. And it's, I, it's, you know, I just wanted to acknowledge, like, you all right? You okay there? Do you a little grumble your stuff? I know, it's dark. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It happens to the best of us. Um, but, you know, I just wanted to acknowledge that and really make a point of saying that, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for it and I'm thankful for it. Um, and look back at all the fucking cool stuff that we did on it. You know? I mean... I specifically put two cards in the middle. Everything else I just laid out, however. Okay. But I wanted two pieces to sort of stand side by side. And that that is the Valentine painting, right? Again, we probably sort of lose sight of the fact that it's one painting. I painted one Valentine's. We overlaid the, the Valentine message on each, which made them distinct for the mint. Okay. And the descriptions are different because they'd say, you know, who they come from and, and everything. But it's one painting, right? Right. Um, so I have the Valentine painting there. And then I have Astro Van Arsen next to it. Okay. And, and to me, this is, that's, that's the statement there on the first 822 Tesmans, Right. It's possible through the Hickek Nung contract and the Tezos chain to distribute 90,000, okay, into all these wallets, easily sort of guide some of them back in, okay, and either bring them back into the fold, but eventually burn them through, okay? And so Valentine's is like the, the, Pinnacle of distribution there. And then, of course, Astro Van Arsen being the painting that I first shook in your guy's face with like, get ready. We're going to burn this whole thing down. Right? Van Arsen. Astro Van Arsen. Right? Um, you know, if, 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 you're, if you own an Astro Van, a Chevy Astro Van, you're probably too young to even know what a Chevy Astro van is. Oh, no, this I is... know. Okay. But if you own and drive a Chevy Astro van, you probably, it probably represents a lot in your life that you would have changed. Something you might yourself want to burn. There's, you probably drive that thing or look at it when it's in your driveway and you just think, I've made some bad choices. Okay. You probably have some really disgusting kids that you didn't want. You didn't want at least one of them, okay? There's at least one of those kids that you didn't want. You're probably sitting next to, as you drive that thing, a woman um, at various points of your interaction with said Astrovan that you don't like. Now, she may be outside. She may, you may be stuck driving that thing um, because she's off doing something better with her life now. <laughs> <laughs> But whatever it is, that Astrovan 
represents your life, right? It's it's it that if you own and drive a Chevy Astro van, it's the culmination of your life. It might be where you live. Might be where you live. It whatever, but it represents a lot of choices. And so, think about that in terms of threesomes. Think about everything that, that we've got out here. Think about what the paintings are, what they mean, why you have them, what they, you know, what you're trying to do with them, how they fit in together, and they tell your own little story, right? And every once in a while, you have to just fucking burn that astrovan down and walk away, okay? And that that is just like maybe you're burning your zero. You gave you a gift. And you, you burned it, you it. bastards. <laughs> but sometimes you do that because sometimes you need to move on to golden age, right? Sometimes you make those choices. And so I knew, oh, look, I, let's, let's, let me rephrase that. I didn't, I mean, maybe by the time of Astro Von Arson, I kind of knew, but I've, I've said, I, Chuck Hinton is where I knew, right? But I, I pretty much, hoped and and believed that we were on the right path once we got to the middle of season two right series two fucking everything's a sellout everything's 30 50 100x i knew we were doing all right okay i knew that we the, the plan was we were gonna burn it all down even though everybody's like oh this is great it's all worth a lot right um so assuming that the monsters were going to be a hit Astro Van Arsen, for me, is telling you guys, I know you think you understand things, and I know you think this is all great and valuable and yay, pump, 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 when moon, okay? But I'm going to ask you to burn every one of them at some point, okay? That's some choices you made. You got to make your choices, and sometimes you got to walk away from the choices. Sometimes you have to, you got to acknowledge there's something more out there, Right? So you're walking I, away from the acronym. I think I just realized why you're called threesomes and what this project has to do with it. And that's choices. Yeah. You're in a threesome. Exactly. It's like, you got some choices there. Which hole? There's, a, there's, there's choices that... <laughs> which hole, he says. <laughs> the answer is always the hole that I want. There's no question. And I want the correct hole. All of them. At that moment. At that moment, I know what's best. Now, regardless, there are a lot of choices that get you to the point that you're having threesomes. And when you're having threesomes, there are a lot of choices that need to be made. Certainly. There's a lot to it, Kitch. You're very, you're very close. Um, thank you for breaking that down. But yeah, so look, it was important to me to put those two pieces, sort of the pinnacle of the hen era which is is distribution of valentines okay from us to you yep. um and then put that next to to you're gonna burn everything down you gotta you gotta you gotta be okay with sometimes walking away from the flaming minivan right? even if for some reason that minivan is worth hundreds of Tez more than what you purchased it for. Right. Exactly. Fuck it. Fuck that van. So, Burn that van. You only paid one Tez for that van. Yeah. That's the thing. You you pay 0.01 Tez for that van. Um, 
we saw somebody today, I was goofing with uh, Crouton, because um, he was like, oh, look at the uh, results of Mr. Zancan's uh, thing today. Four, were, I think one guy bought like four one-of-ones with like 25 Tez a piece. I'm like, that's such horse shit. 25,000 Tez a piece. Yeah. That's what I meant, yeah. 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 No, I'm talking about today. Today he had another, oh God, I got to read this. I think every, it, we should all have this sort of like saved on our phones or saved in our bookmarks somewhere. Okay. I'm going to read this to you. This is uh, anytime anybody wants to uh, say, Oh yeah. Three some stuff is just like way too complicated. I just like, you know, simple stuff. Um, hold on. I have to get in here a second. And this is the segment called the Zancan corner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, all I'm getting, what I was getting at, what I was getting at about these is that, um, he did this this drop today, okay? And uh, some grotto adjacent people got some. Good for them. Congratulations. Um, and uh, there's there's one in there who um, has spent a grand total of 0.04 tests with me. <laughs> and he plays, he plays the Zancan game. Okay, I'm just scrolling up here. Give me a second. Um, the Zancan game is just hot potato, right? Like, don't get stuck with... Or it's like duck, duck, goose. It's like you, you don't want to be the last one with the bag. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what it is. It's um, if you if you don't know um, that you're the one holding the bag, then you're the one holding the bag. Um, okay, Zancan tweets today. Just everybody, bear with me on this. And I was given this. I don't watch the guy. I don't follow the guy. I don't care. I've heard he's a, a really sweet gentleman. And I hope so. I hope he's three friends down the road. Uh, Zancan tweets, let's make everything simple. 6.15 p.m. I'll accept 15 highest offers. 6.20 random draw on 40 offers greater than 182.5 Tez. Twitter verified, no duplicate. 6.30 29 edition direct listing at 200 Tez. Use live feeds tools to maximize chances. 640 airdrop to 10 people scammed last time. Uh, let's let me just read that first sentence to you one more time. Let's make everything simple. Let's break this down for a second because we do something very similar all on one call together. And we don't have to give out any to people who got scammed last time because there no, weren't we anybody. Certainly, yeah, certainly don't. Um, and also, uh, God, take the highest offer. Two, an addition to 200. And I'll take so many highest offers. And then I'll take so many random offers. And then I'll take, you know what that is? I'll take all the money. And uh, at the end... I'm going to pretend like I am somehow being so, you know, kind and benevolent as to hand out 10 to those who were duped into buying my stuff last time. That wasn't my stuff because the platform that I ride on have zero interest in protecting (laughs) one from the other. My God. I mean, could you imagine if you were selling editions of 200 at 200 Tez a piece? Like, where are people's dignity to be like, let the secondary market be where you make your money? 
provide the value and people will pay what they think it is worth. Don't start somewhere where there's no room for anyone else to make any exactly. profit. Even if you do, even if you do 200 to 200, okay. Even there, you're giving people the option to say, okay, at 200, I believe it to be worth X, Y, Z. Okay. Even there, even, even if the, if the problem is that you started at 10, then you went to 15, then you went to 25, then you went to 35, 50, 100, 200. You've chased your own secondary. That's what that's, but that's, that's a common mistake. The problem is this. The problem is not even, I will allow you to decide um, if you think that there's some upside here. 200 to 200. I don't think there is another thing, right? But no, my saying highest offers means now I go, oh, no, there's no secondary left. The people who thought it was worth 450 paid 450. The people who thought it was worth 425 paid 425 on down. Now, the way you do it, and hey, Zan can, or, uh, you know, it, the way you do it is you go, okay. Top 200 highest offers pay what the 200th highest offer paid. There you go. Oh, no. Do you know how much I'm leaving on the table there? Do you know how much I'm, my God, I've, that's 80,000 tests that I didn't take. Sucked right, right out of the ecosystem with no utility given back. You got a yeah. JPEG. Congratulations. We'll take a look at Go take a look at um, where that Tez goes. Goes to go three people. Go, go, go watch where all that fucking Tez goes that he pulls out. Converted to something else. Also, I mean, look, we're on quite a run here. This is a this is a one month, six week thing now where it's like. Holy fuck, how many tens of thousands do you need to take out every week? Like, like literally, like how does that end well? For the people playing that game, it's not sustainable. We've seen it. John flamed up, flamed out, and the same thing will happen here. We'll be talking about it. I don't even care. I don't even care about the, the artist flaming up and flaming out. I'm caring about. All the people spending all that test. How's your John stuff looking right now? Me? I don't own any. No, I have no, a no, no, no. John. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying literally, how how does how do all those buyers, how are they sitting right now? How's that how's that market? Well, I'm sure the people that ended up buying those were John's friends, so they're probably doing just fine, but <laughs> The, the five uh, or six people that he duped are fucked over. But the, the sad thing is that he, he stole a lot of little guys, whatever they had. And soured them on people. NFTs. And they'll never come back. You know what I mean? It's like, they oh, won't. this is a place to scam. Yeah. Oh, this is that famous guy. This is the guy. This is the main guy on this Tez stuff. And he, oh, there's only five Tez for these skellies? It's only this for that? That's great. I think I've heard that this is a good thing to do. I've heard that this is a good uh, place to put my money. And um, now you got if they sold, they would sell for one test. Yeah. 80, 80%, 80 gone. 80% gone. If they sold. 
if they all tried to sell them, they're all, at that point, you just go, well, I, I paid five tests for this gift. Um, and that sucks. It's so unnecessary. Jesus Christ, it's unnecessary. Um, Let's get back to our, our, our fun memory lane walk with him. Well, part, of our, part of our memory lane on Tez is about those sorts of situations. I mean, look, let's look, look I, we, we, we can't sugarcoat the fact that during my time on, on Tez, during my time uh, on this contract, right, we've seen things go really bad for a lot of people being led down some bad paths. And it's that sort of activity, it, it does really drive and shape my project as much as anything. Yeah, it, it defines the ethos here, which is we're not gonna fuck anybody over. Don't fuck anybody over. It's so much better uh, to to be kind and, and supportive and, and Jesus Christ, it's so much better to have a community where you're not like, well, who's going to fuck me over in here? Who do I have to be careful of? Somebody said to me the other day, um, oh, I've never dealt with this person. Somebody knew. Oh, no, no I know who it was. One from the door gang, right? Door gang is, is, is learning. A couple of them are really good, like figuring this out, but a lot of them are kind of just here, I like you threes. I'll buy your stuff. Uh, tell me what to do with it later. And they're coming from Ethland, which is chock full of people looking to fuck you over. Right. So, so we, I, I had somebody from from Dorgan going, "Hey, um, I'm going to buy these things," but he's like saying, "Just send him the Tez, and then he'll send me the stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." So like, but this is this is like a lot. This is what I'm buying. Is is a, I'm like, yeah. Do it. Doesn't matter. Either of you go first. Doesn't matter. Has he been in the grotto longer than you? Then you should probably do it. You know, that's just nobody asks. No, I don't. There's no. It's been a long time since I've heard who goes first. Yeah, this is the first time I've heard this conversation in such a long time because that's it just goes him. without like, saying. I'm like, we don't even talk about this anymore. We used to be like, hey, this is a cool place where you don't have to worry about that. We don't have to middleman. We don't have to do anything. And I was like, is he grotto verified? Yeah, then you don't worry about it. If he's not, then he sends you the stuff first. If they're in the bleachers, they send you the stuff first. But most of the bleachers aren't conducting OTC deals. But if they are, it's fucking done. Just do it. It's fine. Because you can enforce it on the back end. Like you can just be like, if you fuck someone over, oh, guess what? You have no utility anymore. Good luck. Yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah. Was whatever little amount you just got worth never being able to buy my stuff ever again we see you also you know giving money out of your own pocket to people who have ever gotten fucked over like oh this person shorted you out of this card or this much money like here i don't want anyone getting fucked over in this situation you know not that i think it's happened more than like one time maybe yeah no it happened one time and it was with like some fucking bad actors yeah yeah no i mean that's that's the thing Something fucks up anywhere along the line, we take care of it. Yeah. I don't even think about it. You don't even think about it. There's hundreds of people that don't even think about it. Oh, I'm buying said thing for, for this amount. Here you go. It'll get there. And here's your royalty, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so, so no, I mean, look, all, this is where I'm saying the story of our 16 months on, on that contract is the story of watching other people, um, not act in the best interest of their collectors or of the overall marketplace or the overall ecosystem. And it drives me, um, all of these mechanics, all of the drop mechanics, okay? This black and white drop mechanic is a direct response to a, that other project being really cruel to everyone. $291 million. That money comes from somewhere. You know? Yeah. Um, what's it doing now? What's that? What's being built with that money? Exactly. The next exactly. rug pull. Um, and so, so that's the thing. It's it, this walk down memory lane. There are some some ugly turns and twists out there, but it just goes to show what our commitment has been throughout. To just how about. You don't fuck anybody over. And how about I work my ass off to maintain and deliver value? It's such a low bar and so many people can't achieve it. Now, I mean, the, the, the arrogance from, look, having done things at a high level a number of times in my life, I can, I can recognize somebody who's really good at what they do and are sort of, you know, top notch, top of their class, best in the league, best in class, whatever. Okay. I can acknowledge that. And I go, that guy can swing his dick around a little bit. Okay. So I've, I've to watch people who are mediocre at best in what they do behave with the hubris and arrogance of highly accomplished people, okay, is one of the most fascinating parts of this whole space. <laughs> to watch people behave as though they have achieved something amazing and deserve all of it and have zero intent or consideration or even awareness that um, it, it should be very much a two-way street. If somebody gives you money for your art, you are very much indebted to them right to watch all of that play out um it's been very it's, it, thank god i've watched it i mean it doesn't really it, I'm, i came into this project very much uh seeing the world a certain way it's not like i've discovered all of this but it's nice to to be reminded of it almost on a daily basis in the rest of the space and guide us forward uh you know uh, from a very different approach and so when I sit there and I take that photograph of all of those pieces and I think about the, the hand and Tezos side of it, okay? Because I do think about, you know, let's, let me just pause for a second there. I do think about it very much as what a fucking amazing life I get with you guys to be able to share these things that I've been living with for a very long time, right? And that I, that I came up with out of like loneliness, right? Out of, out of not having anybody to play with or having anybody to share with or any of those things, right? So I invented all of these wacky things that now so many years later carry over into this thing that I get to share. And now look, 
I got more friends than I've ever had. Right. <laughs> okay. And I do. I mean, by Jesus being Christ. a good friend, by not fucking your friends over. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so when I look at all those paintings from that and I, by the way, you know, we talked about it in LFG real quick, but those paintings represent, I it would take three tables laid next to each other to capture all the paintings I've done just since the project started. And that's the breezies and all the marginalized. Yeah, everything, exactly. Okay. Um, to look at that and, and understand that, that we're really living out this amazing thing. Okay. Very emotional for me to see it laid out. It, it's first time ever that I've gotten to see them all laid out like that. I mean, how it's many hours of work poured into that, you know, like, yeah, yeah it's a lot of work, right? A lot of late um, nights, a lot of carpal tunnel, a lot of tiny paintbrushes. No carpal tunnel. There's little paint, little paintbrushes. Yes. But I'm no, that, no, it's a lot of, a lot of uh, sitting around for a year and a half that shows on my waistline. Okay. Hence the diet, yeah. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. But, but so, so that's, that's the, the, the overall vision and the overall project. I see that when I look at that image, I hope you all do. Right. But I really want us to, to feel what I'm, what I'm talking about. I see, look where we are. Look how healthy this, this project is. Look how healthy the grotto is and you guys and and look what, you know, what we get to enjoy together and what we get to move towards and what's growing and what is, you know, we're getting more and more acknowledgement. We've got a great little article coming out next week, I think. Um, it's going to be a cool one, you know. It's, we're getting some, some attention in ways that we didn't get any of that early on, right? All those things, when I look at it in the sense of the contract and the blockchain, which is what the, the reason to put it all together was, it's about what a fucking desolate, vile, mediocre, wretched fucking hive of scum and villainy, right, that, that we've come out of. Because this fucking place, this goddamn NFT crypto fucking world is disgusting. It's here to chew you up and spit you out. It's here to just take every last bit of everything you've ever had and to, to actually have been inspired by that to every day push more and more to create something that is the antithesis of that, right? Um, it's very cool. And to see that in that picture, I mean, I, I hope everybody enjoys it that has it. I think it's, and even if you don't have it, look, One Wheel Willie didn't get one. He decided not to, to make a burn, right? He to do it, right? Um, he's got it up on his screen because it's cool. I was telling it reminds you know, me of him. It reminds me of the contract of like the actual UI of looking through all the cards together, you know, and it very much. Yeah, right. It, it evokes emotions over the past year of us, you know, hanging out together, doing fun stuff with your friends. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like those, you know, we got Bay Neckos new. Okay, and I keep bringing up and picking on you because you you are you're kind of coming out and swinging some dick and everybody's looking around going hey who's this guy right and you're you know you're taking advantage of me saying hey we can talk we can go through these things right but you, you come in imagine imagine Kitch coming into the grotto two days before this drop mechanic kicks off 
you come in on Saturday for the Monday announcement. And then the, your first two weeks, your first 14 full days in the grotto are these last 14 days. Imagine that, that that's your introduction, right? It's got to be so hard to wrap your head around it all. Like we thought there was information overload when I came in and I was asking so many questions and didn't know what was going on. And like, now there's so many other avenues to go down. Like threesies didn't exist. No March Madness, no Valentines, no oranges. No, no quads, no, no, no. No painting, no correlated. Yeah. So many mechanics. No teams, no franchise. And even, even for you, you came in, didn't understand any of it, and then put me on your podcast and got to talk to me for three hours. First hour and a half, not recorded on accident. <laughs> Never made that mistake again. But, but you know, I mean, you even had that advantage. You know, I'm just saying it, it must be sort of insane to come into all of this at a time like this. And I really don't think Benico has any real sense of what we're just talking about here, where it's like for a year and a half as friends, we've lived out this, this world, this, this project, this thing. And we know, we just sit, we, we know here, any time that we have to be together, we will do, whether that's through the collection of the, the pieces or it's in grotto moment, or it's real life or side conversations with others, not just, you know, me with them, right. But everybody together, this is real. You know, I think we talk to you every day. There's an LFG like every day, and then we have the podcast. <laughs> it's like we there's talk to Friday, each other. Friday, you know, fr Friday, you and I do the the, the pod, right? Um, so Saturday, Sunday are the two days that I don't appear, and even there, a couple I'll sneak in and do a you know a date or a fucking booty call or a special drop or whatever, you know, and it's pretty cool. I don't think Beneko realizes that. I don't, you know, and it's going to take him a while. Most people don't. And the other thing is this, and we hear this a lot, right? And then we'll, we'll, we'll finish up. How many times have you heard about me, Kitsch, that, oh, you know, artists are always saying this is a community. Artists are always saying, oh, I care about you guys. But this is, this is something else, right? We're talking about a discord with 20,000 people and being like, yeah, we have a community. It's like, no, you got 20,000 people. This is a culture. This is like, we, we know these people that we talk to with funny names that, you know, we call them baloney slacks, but that's fine. I see them in real life. And it's like, that's baloney slacks. And that's baloney all that slacks. matters. I, I was, um, this happened a few days ago. I'm trying to think of the context, but I was having a conversation with somebody about, About the okay, so like I go through Micah Johnson. We're looking at like what's what's really out there. What what could ever what is forever locked up, right? You and I broke down a little bit the the dot pigeon, right? Which is the high profile. That's the the grail. It's the that's the the main piece, right? Um, but I was looking at Micah Johnson because you that was to get Micah Johnson. That was the first ever chase. You had to yeah. have 001 to 006, okay. And so I go and I look at it, and by the way, you know, the, there were 16 minted, and there's only 15 of them out there, because 
somebody was qualifying for it when I got ready to mint. And then by the time they came around, they had like sold it away and traded it away. And now like they, they moved themselves out of it. So I had minted them, but then before I'd announced and everything, somebody fucked themselves out of one. So then I had to burn one. Burn one? Yeah, I burned one, but you know, I only distributed so many. There was an extra one minted because people were just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to take my 30 tens. <laughs> um, I, I have to think about who that was, but somebody like took 30 or 50 tens on an offer on something and fucked themselves out of the first chase. But anyway, you go look. So, first of all, it's, it's people who were there and like getting it and not, and not selling, right? And not, not flipping for the big money. So it's already rare, right? But I go through it, and this is. Tell me another fucking artist out there who can do what I what I'm about to say. I could go through, and I could, I go one by one. There's 15 holders, 16 holders, whatever it is. Right? I go through, and I go, okay, well, I've known that guy for 25 years. Okay, all right. Uh, that's Tex, and he, you know, has done such and such, and we know him. And well, that's Beer, and he's done that, and that's. And I, we go through and down the line, all of them to the point where now you get to the guys that these aren't like grotto hangs all, you know, these aren't the guys that travel to see us hang out and all of this. Okay. The first set of them are, but then the second set, as you get there, I go, okay, well, I know he's going through a divorce and probably is going to need some liquidity at some point. This guy, I think he doesn't really give a fuck. He's just sitting, but I know he's made all this other money on this. So he's probably not really looking for liquidity. So I think he's just going to ride this for so far. Okay. Well, this one here is interesting because he's, he's looking, he's looking, I mean, you made me laugh here. I'm watching you're muted and he's screaming at the dog. It's great. But, but uh, you know, I'm looking and I know the story of everybody. Well, this guy's looking to buy a house and this guy's doing this. And this guy, if he, maybe if he retired, he would try to look, whatever it is. I could tell the story of every holder of that card and I can go through the bulk of my pieces and be able to say, these are who have them. And this is who they are as a person. And this is, you know, think about that. That's the majority of these 8,000 editions that are out there of base cards, right? The majority of those 822 mints, we know them. We've had conversations with them, you know, we like had drinks with them. We, 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 yeah, I mean, you know, it's we know these people. Take any other artist on any chain, and they couldn't tell you a single thing about any of their collectors. You know, you might know, oh, that guy's in the space. I've seen his like Twitter profile, but like you don't. You no, know, you know what they know? Oh yeah, that guy's an influencer. That guy's that guy. People fucking. I've never talked about this publicly. I'll do it real quick. When I've been at things, you know, I'm out at NFT such and such, or I'm at whatever party or whatever, and then the big whales come over and they always go, oh, so like, who are your main collectors? They want to know who, who are the big names that they know that collect me, okay? And there's this part of me that wants to go, well, let's see. We got, we got Tater and Ariane in fucking North Dakota, Okay. And they're friends. Couple of eighteen-year-olds. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and then run them through the fucking two hundred people that we interact with on a daily basis. Yeah, you know any of them? Because I do. Yeah, and you know, you know who's not in there? 
Pricey or Beanie Max or fucking whoever doesn't give a motherfuck about me. Oh, and guess what? All the shit that they have hyped and fucking pumped and dumped and moved out of or whatever, have fun with that. Because yeah. this is this is like <laughs> legitimate. And so, uh, shout out Baynecco for the 17th time today. You'll never be mentioned this much again. If you ever are, it's gone horribly wrong for you. <laughs> but just wait until you really get to know these guys. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, we're, so we're that, to have them on the team. To me, when I look at that mint and when I look back over 822 mints, right, on this silly little mintry contract, that's what I remember. I remember that we've put together one of the greatest art slash collector communities, a true culture, a true project. It's, it's unrivaled. It's unparalleled. I don't, I don't, I don't know that there's ever been an artist to have 200 collectors who want everything that he makes. Without seeing it. Without seeing it, first of all. But who that artist knows all of them. Yeah, you've cultivated something really special here, Threes, and it doesn't go unnoticed. And, you know, you've given us a safe space to, to not get fucked over at every corner. And uh, I'm glad that this has ended up being the basket that I put all my eggs in because all the other baskets filled with influencers who like to pump and dump and leave and not give a fuck about who you are. And, you know, we've had a lot of fun. You know, this is past community. It is a culture. It's a, a group of friends who are just playing a game together, hanging out, enjoying hanging out. utility, enjoying the art. And it's, you know, fuck a blockchain, fuck crypto it doesn't matter none of that stuff really matters it's just people at the end of the day no it's true and i i I just uh you know thank you all for giving me such a great life honestly and uh and i hope to uh, and i really put the effort in it all it all turns to to deliver that same right back to you so thank you kitsch always a pleasure uh this is number 30 right I believe so. I'm going to go kick some dog's asses for barking and uh, <laughs> see everybody on Monday. All right. Thanks a bunch, guys. Bye.